everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Devin Rogers Experience. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite musicians of all time. His name is Mac DeMarco. Mac DeMarco. Uh, a nickname for a man whose real name is McBriar Samuel Lanyon DeMarco, but he was actually born Werner Winfield McBriar Smith IV. Out of all the musicians I've discussed in my podcast so far, Mac DeMarco is the youngest. He's only 30, and his music is for a younger audience, such as myself. Someone that can identify with the lyrics and the themes he sings about. The song you're hearing right now is The Way You'd Love Her off his EP, Another One. I think it's a perfect song to play to open up this podcast. Mac DeMarco is often described as a blue wave artist or a slacker rock artist or a yacht rock artist, but his main genre is classified as indie rock. Maybe just indie, psychedelic rock, or jangle pop. Mac DeMarco is actually a multi-instrumentalist, meaning that he plays all the instruments on his albums. The guitar, the bass, drums, keyboards, and various percussion instruments. Mac DeMarco is often called the Canadian crooner. Raised in Edmonton, Alberta, and with a voice akin to Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin, he is well known with a beautiful voice that has a very far range of low to high. The song you're hearing right now is off his album 2, his second album. This song is called Cooking Up Something Good. You can listen to his guitar and the sort of sound that it makes is very unique. The way he does this, the way he makes this guitar sound is by using a, a piece of guitar equipment called a capo, which you put on the neck of the guitar to modify the sound. Mac DeMarco is just as well known for his persona, his image, as he is for his music. He is a very funny man. Um, I first started listening to Mac DeMarco before his 2014 Salad Days album uh, was released. When I first started watching videos of Mac DeMarco on YouTube, I instantly became attracted to his music and his persona. He's very laid back, he's very personable on stage, he's funny, he messes around, he makes jokes, and he's a crazy guy, but it makes him so likable. Mac DeMarco started playing music at an early age in his life and took guitar lessons from no, no one other than his grandmother. Mac DeMarco once talked about how he would learn the hit songs of the days, you know, ACDC, Back in Black, um, things like that. Just the popular rock songs that uh, permeated the music scene in the 80s and 90s and the 2000s, the classics. He was learning those on guitar. When Mac DeMarco wanted to join his high school jazz band, he sat down in a rehearsal and the jazz band teacher basically told him that he was not adequate. 
this kind of made Mac DeMarco mad, and it actually furthered him to want to progress as a musician. So Mac DeMarco would go on to form bands around his hometown of Edmonton, Alberta in Canada. He would play the local music scene, play gigs around Edmonton, and he started making a name for himself as a musician. DeMarco would play in various bands in Edmonton in his early musical career, but his first album he released was under the band name Makeout Videotape. Now, DeMarco, he really didn't have that much success in his early career. When music wasn't working all that well for him, he turned to medical experiments for money. He would literally be a test subject, a guinea pig, and they would give him uh, money just to be, just to undergo certain medical uh, experiments. They would give him placebos, they'd give him uh, real medicine to see what it would uh, do to his body. And that just kind of shows the type of guy that Mac DeMarco is. His music is called Slacker Rock because he portrays a sort of lazy slacker vibe. In a Rolling Stone interview he did, he called himself the richest bum in the world. You look at the way he dresses, regular blue jeans, regular t-shirts, vans for tennis shoes, and he always wears uh, a, a cap. He's a very relatable person. Mac DeMarco is your everyman. He is someone that really most young people can relate to. He's such a laid-back guy, and the fact that he wanted to do medical experiments for money instead of getting an actual job is a testament to his character. But he did actually work on a road paving crew um, during the time that he wasn't um, working on his musicianship. In the time that he was in between medical experiments and working on the road paving crew, he was still working on his music. In 2012, early 2012, a record label by the name of Capture Tracks announced the signing of DeMarco to their label. Very early on in 2012, DeMarco released his first LP titled Rock and Roll Nightclub. To be honest, I'm not that much of a fan of Rock and Roll Nightclub. To me, it presents Mac DeMarco at his earliest stages of who he is of how he would be as a musician later on the mixing in it is not all that great um when we talk about the mu uh the mixing in music we can describe it as often as lo-fi or hi-fi lo-fi is a sort of uh mixing and recording technique that doesn't utilize a lot of mastering and the the essence of the lp rock and roll nightclub it's very gritty. Um, the mixing is pretty bad, to be honest. There's not that much better way to, there's not much of a better way to put it than the mixing isn't great. Even though it's not one of my favorite albums, so many people love Rock and Roll Nightclub. In some of the online forums I've seen talking about Mac DeMarco and his music, people have a certain love for this album that, to be honest, I don't really understand. But people love it regardless. This album helped promote Mac DeMarco, and as he would tour for it, and as he would play gigs for it, he started gathering even more of a indie rock fan base. With a new fan base behind him, Mac DeMarco, in the same year he released Rock and Roll Nightclub, released the hit record, Two. Two, I think, is a classic album. 
There really was not an album that sounded like two before it was released. It has such a unique sound. I'll play a little bit of it to show you this unique sound. This song is entitled Ode to Viceroy. effects he has on his guitars are the essence of his music. They're the most distinguish distinguishable elements of his music. Now this song, Ode to Viceroy, off two, is an ode to a cigarette brand. Mac DeMarco, for most of his career as a professional musician, he's been addicted to cigarettes. And every time you see him on stage, he's smoking a cigarette. And to me as a fan, it's kind of disheartening because I want Mac DeMarco to stay around the earth for as long as possible. I don't want him to be affected negatively by smoking. But nonetheless, a song about an ode, an ode to his favorite cigarette brand, you know, you don't really hear songs about that type of thing. But it's done masterfully here in this song, Ode to Viceroy. And Ode to Viceroy has become a fan favorite, if not one of his most popular songs. This song is entitled Freaking Out the Neighborhood. One of his most popular songs, it has 19 million views on YouTube. Now I've seen Mac DeMarco twice live, and every time he plays this song, the crowd erupts. It's a fan favorite. This song is The Stars Keep On Calling My Name. Another song off to the second side of the record. This song brings me back to my days of working at the pizza restaurant Little Caesars. I had a friend from Little Caesars who was the person that introduced me to Mac DeMarco. And when I think of this song, when I listen to this song, I think back to the late nights working at Little Caesars and when I was in high school and thinking about there's got to be something more to this, something more to life than this small town of Granger, Indiana. Like I wanted to see the world and the stars felt like they were calling my name. So once you begin to have a personal connection to a musician and their music, it really helps create a deeper meaning and love for the music. This song is called Still Together. It's the final song, the last song on his album too. It's a beautiful song about the love for his girlfriend, Kira. In almost every one of Mac DeMarco's concerts, he closes the concert with this song. And instead of it being acoustic, it's a full band blast. The whole band is having so much fun playing the song together, and Mac DeMarco is nailing these high notes. It's amazing. And usually what they do when they play Still Together is they'll play most of it, about two minutes of it, and then after that two minutes, they'll cut to they'll stop the song and play maybe three songs inside of still together 
when I saw DeMarco live last year, he managed to fit a 50 cent song in, in Still Together. You can hear him nail those high notes there. and Very, uh, very beautiful. I love it. In 2013, when Mac DeMarco released to, the online music journal Pitchfork called it the new best new music. DeMarco, with his self-made guitar that appears to be made out of a clipboard, he achieved a new fame, a new success. His fame isn't widely known. He's not incredibly famous because of two. But he did gain a new fan base. A fan base that's loyal to him. In between promoting and touring for two, Mac DeMarco would work on his hit album, Salad Days. Here's the first track off Salad Days, called Salad Days. This album really is a masterpiece in indie rock. Like two, it started out as a sort of, you know, indie rock experiment. But I find it to be one of the best albums of this decade. And personally, one of my favorite albums of all time. And I think it might be one of the greatest albums in all of music. It's inspired so many other bands. There's a band called Boy Pablo that emerged after Mac DeMarco started releasing his music. And you can tell just how much Boy Pablo is influenced by DeMarco in his album Salad Days and Two. DeMarco sings that Salad Days are gone and he misses his friend Hippie John, John Lent, who would later come on to play keyboards and then bass guitar for his band. You can tell that Mac DeMarco is growing up in this album. Slowly but surely, he's maturing. This is the second track off Salad Days, one of my personal favorite DeMarco songs, Blue Boy. Listen to that catchy guitar riff. Personally, I think Mac DeMarco is a better bassist than he is guitarist. But that's just my opinion, you know, I'm not a trained guitarist. But I love his bass lines. Listen to it here. I'll sing it out loud. It's just really catchy. It's bouncy. It's fun. Blue Boy is a song about Mac DeMarco's view of the world. He's saying, Blue Boy, don't worry about things in the world that are pointless to worry about. Your hair. Things like that. And when I heard this song, I was... I, I was 15 years old, and it made me realize that there's so much in this life that people worry about that they don't need to worry about. And when I saw Mac DeMarco's face on the front of the record, he just seemed like your every, every man. 
I was an aspiring musician, someone that was training, playing drums every day and playing bass every day. And I see this cool guy who, who's made it by making simple music. It's not nothing too intricate, but it's catchy. It's great. I think Salad Day stands out ahead of two as the better album because you get so much of Mac DeMarco's worldview and his philosophy in this album. This song that I'm listening to right now is called Brother, and he's basically saying, take it slow, brother. Don't go too fast in life. Let things go. He's such a chill dude, and I've, uh, I really respect him for being so relaxed. In a world that can be so tense, he manages to overlook some things that some people can't overlook, and he finds happiness in life through his music and making music. song is Let Her Go, and when I first started listening to Mac DeMarco, it was my favorite song of his. I love this song so much. It, uh, it makes me think back to high school and when I first started listening to him. It makes me think back to just fun times. The chorus here kind of sounds like the Beauty and the Beast theme. Beauty and the Beast. I once heard him talk about how he tried to mimic that that uh, melody from Beauty and the Beast in the in the chorus here. The next song on Salad Days After Let Her Go is Goodbye Weekend. You know, a song that's saying, oh, well, it's Sunday night or it's Monday morning and the fun times of the weekend are gone. And everyone hates to say goodbye to the weekend. And what a good song. I love it. The next song on Salad Days is Let My Baby Stay. This song is talking about when Mac DeMarco lived in New York City. That's where he was recording all of his albums, was actually in New York City. After he, uh, after the release of the album Rock and Roll Nightclub, he started recording exclusively in New York City. And his girlfriend from back home in Edmonton came to live with him. Now, his girlfriend was ordered by her parents to return home to live with them. And this song, it was never my favorite when I first listened to Mac DeMarco, but I've grown such a fond liking to the song. It's so touching. He's saying, please don't, please don't make my girlfriend leave. This is what he's saying. Let my baby stay. She's happy with me. The lead single off Salad Days was Passing Out Pieces. Very psychedelic in nature. With a sort of, uh, I think it's an accordion sound here. That he uh, mimics by using a synth keyboard. It's a very fun song, but it's also dark. The song talks about how, like he said right there, his life life is passing in front of his eyes and he's always having to pass out pieces of himself to people that um, 
think that are think that uh, are entitled to pieces of him. This song is called Treat Her Better, and it's a song telling men to treat your ladies good. Simple song, it's a simple philosophy to treat women well, but some men don't. Some men are garbage and don't treat women right. And I think Mac DeMarco is a man that has treated his, the, the women in his life well. Maybe not all the time, but this song is just so chill and He's saying, treat your women right. This might be Mac DeMarco's most famous song. I believe it's his most streamed on Spotify. The song is Chamber of Reflection. psychedelic in nature for sure the song is actually about uh practicing freemasonry to my listeners i don't know how uh how informed you are about the freemasons and their practices but they have a ritual where an initiation ritual where the initiate will go into a dark room that's usually very dimly lit only by candles maybe not even candles. I think there might be a mirror in the room, but they enter into into this chamber of reflection as an initiation rite, where they pretty much just meditate and reflect on things in their life. And Mac DeMarco is, uh, he's always incorporated Mason imagery and, and themes into his music. But this song, Chamber of Reflection, is blatantly obvious to his, uh, his, uh, adoration to the Freemasons. The next song on the album, the second to last song on Salad Days is Go Easy. I'm going to play a little portion of this song performed live by Mac DeMarco, only by himself. He's not backed by his band. It's just him live in Canada in a small town called Dawson City. And there's usually a guitar solo, but Mac DeMarco sings the guitar solo. And I thought that was really cool. So I'll show you guys. Marco closes the hit album Salad Days with a song called Johnny's Odyssey. Now, I talked about his friend John Lent in the beginning of this uh, talk about Salad Days. Obviously, DeMarco has a very fond admiration for his friend John Lent, and he influenced his music a lot. It's an instrumental track. I love how personable Mac is. Listen to this message at the end of his album. Hi guys, this is Mac. Thank you for joining me. See you again soon. Bye-bye. Just a simple hello to his fans and thanking them for listening. That, you get the, again, you get the sense of what type of man this guy is. After DeMarco released Salad Days, he then released in 2015 an, a short LP entitled Another One. Here's Mac DeMarco performing my favorite song off the album, Another One. This song is called No Other Heart. It talks about if you love a girl and she loves someone else, 
no point in dating her. No point in falling in love with her. Very pretty song. I love it. He manages to hit that high note right there. He hit it. Yeah, probably my favorite DeMarco song, honestly. So another one saw Mac DeMarco adding in his old friend John Lentz into the into his band. He doesn't record with this band, but he does tour with them. Like I said, he records everything himself, so he at least needs to have some musicians on the road to help him out. The touring, as it has for many of the musicians I've talked about in my podcast, took a toll on DeMarco. He was promoting two Salad Days and another one so much in, in 2014 all the way through 2016 and 2017. He was struggling with things in his life, depression, and a tumultuous relationship with his father. Mac DeMarco really didn't, did not know his father all that well. He was not raised by him. His father left at a very early age and refused to pay child support for him. And the song that I'm listening to right now is, uh, it talks about the relationship with him and his father, about how his father was mostly absent his whole life. In 2017, DeMarco would release the album, This Old Dog. It was quite the change from the rest of his regular music. While his normal music is characterized by a certain wavy guitar sound, DeMarco focused more on using synth sounds with keyboards. The darkness that was in his life permeates through this record in his live performances. The song, This Old Dog, the title track off the album, talks about how he just feels like an old man after touring for so long. The first song on This Old Dog is My Old Man, and it talks about how DeMarco sees traits and characteristics of his father emerging within himself. And I really resonate with This Old Dog a lot. Um, I don't have the best relationship with my father at all, and... My relationship with my father is a lot like DeMarco's and some of these songs hit really close to home and it can be a can be a weird experience to listen to someone who has the exact same situation as you talk about it in their music but it's also it's also freeing it's freeing and healing to know that someone shares the same experiences with you some of my favorite songs on This Old Dog are For the First Time. It talks about DeMarco coming out of touring and seeing his girlfriend, Kiera, and how it feels just like the first time he saw her. Another one of my favorite songs is One Another. While most of the album has a general gloom over it, uh, a sort of sad vibe, One Another is a very happy song. And Although it, the lyrics are sort of sad, the the tone and the vibes from the instrumentation is very happy. Still Beating is another hit from This Old Dog, one of the most famous songs that he performs live. 
When I saw him live, he quieted the whole crowd down, told them to shh as he played Still Beating. It's a very soft and sensual song saying about, honey, my heart still beats for you, even if you don't feel it. Another favorite song of mine off This Old Dog is A Wolf Who Wears Sheep's Clothes. It's a fun song. It's, uh, it's bouncy, and it's easy to listen to. I think, though, my favorite song on This Old Dog... You know, I said... I said No Other Heart earlier is my favorite Mac DeMarco song, but Moonlight on the River is probably my favorite Mac DeMarco song ever. Here's the outro of the song. Mac DeMarco is performing it live right here. There's a certain ominous tone to the song. And the song is about dealing with his dad and how he hasn't seen him and how his dad is struggling with cancer. He says, I'd say see you later if I thought I'd see you later. And I tell you that I loved you if I did. It's so strange deciding how to feel about it. It being his relationship with his father. It's such strange emotion standing there beside it. And I think the way that he's, the, the use of the word it for his dad instead of him, it's perfect because he doesn't acknowledge his dad as a person. He's saying it's something, it's not a person. His dad is an it. Later though, in the second verse, he says, it's so strange deciding how I feel about you. It ain't like I ain't used to going on without you. And for someone that, like myself, that constantly struggled with, do I love or do I hate my dad? Those lyrics resonate deeply within me. And this song has a spot in my personal canon of songs that have defined my life. And there's a certain sense of torment to the song at the end with this psychedelic in nature outro. There's so much torment and emotion to it. To me, it sounds like a man who has had so much pent-up emotion and doesn't know how to deal with it. That's what this song sounds like to me in this outro. And I've been right there with Mac DeMarco and dealing with these emotions. They're tough. When I'm watching him, when I'm watching him perform it live on stage right now, it's very sad because he's drinking a bottle of Jameson and he's smoking a cigarette. He's barely playing. He's letting his band back him up, but that's okay because the band is amazing. Is is the musician? The musicians in his band are phenomenal. They're mostly jazz musicians, and uh, they're great. But you can tell just how much of a struggle Mac DeMarco had in his heart and in his mind at the time of this. The next album Mac DeMarco recorded after This Old Dog is the 2019 record, Here Comes the Cowboy. This is the title track, Here Comes the Cowboy, off the record, Here Comes the Cowboy. Here comes the 
That's the only lyric he says throughout the whole song. Here comes the cowboy. Now, I think of Mac DeMarco as an always evolving musician. From Salad Days to, to This Old Dog, his style changed so much. And then from This Old Dog to Here Comes the Cowboy, his style changed incredibly again. I highly recommend anyone to watch the music video for Here Comes the Cowboy. It is the most bizarre and absurd thing I have ever seen in a music video. It's it's creepy. I'm watching it right now and it's... Oh, it's very strange. I think the vibe Mac DeMarco was going for with the Here Comes the Cowboy album was a laid back and more simplistic vibe from what was previously This Old Dog. In the lead single, Nobody, DeMarco talks about how with his fame and success, he can't go back to being a nobody. There's no turning back to nobody is the main lyrics of the chorus. One of my favorite songs off Here Comes the Cowboys, Finally Alone. And I really resonate, resonate with this song as well because he talks about wanting to go back to the countryside and being in the city has drained him. And I was in a city at one point in my life in a college environment and it did drain me not being home around the countryside around the farmland that i'm used to it drained me but once i returned back to the countryside it helped me out so much spiritually mentally here's the chorus for finally alone That's why they call him the Canadian crooner. For someone that loves trains, this song is perfect. It's called Choo Choo. When I saw Mac DeMarco perform this song live around the same time last year, the whole theater in Chicago was cheering so loud and they were getting so into it. It's pretty much just a jam song. The only lyrics are choo-choo, take a ride with me and come die with me. But it's a fun song. It's rocking. It's grooving. You don't really hear many DeMarco songs that are uh, sort of this rock and roll vibe. Mostly they're just indie rock, but this is straight rock. This is another one of my favorite songs off Here Comes the Cowboy. It's called Kay and is dedicated to his girlfriend, Kiera. It's a very beautiful song. I like to play it on bass. I can never nail it 100%, but let's listen to it. Obviously, Mac has written a lot of music dedicated to his girlfriend, Kiera, but I think this is the most beautiful song of his dedicated to her. It's a lovely song. Mac DeMarco ended This Old Dog with two sad songs, Moonlight on the River and Watching Him Fade Away, both songs about his dad and his sickness. But 
DeMarco ends Here Comes the Cowboy with a bright song called Baby Bye Bye and then the outro to Baby Bye Bye called The Cattleman's Prayer and what he calls a Canadian folk song. Here it is performed live, The Cattleman's Prayer. Now, when I saw DeMarco perform, he did this song live, and again, it was just a great jam. You know, I have really no idea what goes on in Mac DeMarco's life. I know he's a slacker, and, you know, he lives just for music, but from the vibes of this old dog, the sad vibes to the uplifting and happy vibes of Here Comes the Cowboy, it's nice to see that he's doing well. Um, in 2017 with the release of This Old Dog, I noticed on stage that he gained a little weight. I mean, everyone does, but it seemed like in his late 20s that things were catching up to him. He was depressed and he had some trauma that he never dealt with in his life that surfaced in This Old Dog. But with the quarantine and the pandemic recently, I've seen DeMarco stray away from smoking cigarettes. I heard that he is completely off cigarettes and that he doesn't drink at all and he's been eating better. And for that, he's inspiring too. Not just his, not just his music is inspiring, but his life choices have been inspiring as well. A Mac DeMarco podcast would not be complete if I didn't talk about his touring bandmates. On drums has always been Joseph McMurray. He's a great drummer. He just plays classic rock beats. And he, in his setup, he doesn't even have any crash cymbals. He only has a ride cymbal and a hi-hat. Because that's all Mac DeMarco needs. DeMarco's first bassist was Pierce McGarry. Funny dude. Matches Mac DeMarco's funny stage presence. Then on guitar was Peter Sagar, who played electric guitar, would eventually leave Mac DeMarco's band and form his own band called Home Shake. The current lineup of Mac DeMarco's band is Mac DeMarco on rhythm guitar and vocals, John Lent on bass guitar, formerly keyboardist, Andy White on lead guitar, Alec Mean on keyboards, and Joseph McMurray still on drum set. Another cool thing that Mac DeMarco does regularly is release demo albums for each of his albums, where he shows off when his songs were just work in progress. Mac DeMarco's popularity continues to grow in the music scene and in pop culture. He's been on shows such as The Eric Andre Show, Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Kimmel to promote his music. And although he still remains uh, an indie artist, his music prominence continues to grow. Almost every year, DeMarco releases Christmas songs such as Santa Claus is Coming to Town. He's also a huge Star Wars fan and has dressed up as characters from the series such as Darth Maul. His favorite Star Wars character is none other than the great Jar Jar Binks. In 2020, Mac DeMarco released Here Comes the Cowboy Demos and the other album, Other Here Comes the Cowboy Demos. I'm sure he's continuing to write music. I can't wait to see what he releases next. I bet it will be something new, something different, but if it's not... That's great, too, because the foundation he's already laid out with his music 
is amazing. It's unique, and it's unique to him. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Devin Rogers Experience, the Mac DeMarco edition. Tune in again next time. Thank you for listening. Bye.